0: Hello and welcome to Best Sips Worldwide. I'm your drinking companion, Susan Schwartz, an American travel writer living in London. Thanks to my mother's love of martinis, the first words I spoke were shaken, not stirred, and I've been obsessed by the history of cocktails ever since. Through the years, I've been lucky enough to sip some of the best made by the best. Hear that sound? It's time to cozy up to the bar and let me introduce you to the movers and shakers of the world's most famous watering holes. It takes a team to make a bar stand out from the crowd. Daniel Thompson and Carlo Lawrenson are the two who are shaking up a bit of London as of now unrecognized for its cocktail bars. We head down to Tu Ruba at the Hilton London Tower Bridge to hear how they've done it.
1: I did a hospitality degree in Preston and during my time there I worked at various places Revolution was the first kind of cocktail place that I worked at I was there for two years thoroughly enjoyed it and along uh, with the well just for everyone who's
0: listening why don't you describe I have been to a Revolution okay. but why don't you describe what a Revolution is okay, and yeah. <laughs> what kind of cocktails you were making there yeah
1: so Revolution is a vodka um they do lots of their own flavoured vodka stuff like pear drop vodka tea and biscuits all kind of weird and wonderful flavours and the cocktails were so not as classics that you would find a kind of martinis, negronis, that you get more what I would call kind of disco cocktails, we've got a masses I suppose, but that was my first introduction to it, so where I learned to shake and and do all the kind of basics. And then from there I actually kind of moved away from cocktails but stayed within bars, so I worked at a live music venue um, called The Ferret, which was again in Preston, and I was working on a a refurbishment of the building, we started doing film, um, not film sorry, food, uh, with a, a smoke menu we had a someone coming called Dr Sweet Smoke from America like a consultant and we introduced this smoked menu we along with some craft beers and craft ales so from cocktails I moved to beers and ales and um, cocktails was where the passion was so when I graduated I got into a graduate programme with Hilton. Um, which was an 18 month program over two placements uh, nine months in Watford, nine months at Hilton Glasgow, and then this was my first patient of the program in London back to bars, which is my hobby.
0: So, when you were young, did you think, oh, bars, cocktails, you spent a lot of time? Obviously, you're still young, but um, <laughs> yeah. you know, is that what led you to yeah, revolution so, in the first place?
1: Yeah, my, my very, very first part time job was just in like a working man's club um, in my town, Rochdale, where I went to school. So, when I was 16, um, just Saturdays and Sundays, but the it wasn't so much the drink; it's the whole the atmosphere of, of being in a bar and like we had a lot of regular guests. So the relationships that you have with the guests that come in as well was something that I liked. So that always stuck in my mind. The and chat, it, exactly. I call it. Yeah, of chat. course the <laughs> chat. Yeah, and uh, I actually after college I initially went to Leeds to, to do business because I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do, but it wasn't long that I realized that that wasn't where the passion was and then uh-huh. I found hospitality degree and it kind of spanned from
0: that. And you, Carlo,
1: um, who, from uh, Venice, yeah, one of my favorite Venice, cities from, in the world. From Treviso, exactly. So oh, Treviso, a, it's, which it's I like as well. Uh
0: huh.
2: nearby Venice, so I um, got my hotel management degree and Treviso as um, a bartender. Uh, I've been working here, just finished school uh, here in London when it was three years ago in Renaissance Hotel. As a barback, so I've done my seven months of barback, you say. So yes. people start to understand what's a cocktail, what's the story between a cocktail and behind a cocktail. So people start to, uh, you know, um, to improve, increase their uh, knowledge about drinks and drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for us.
0: Because I go to Venice a lot, yeah, and, but I don't find that Venice is a real. Cocktail hub yeah. No, that's why, and, and no. you would think that's where the tourists are, yeah. You know, that would be up Only here. The big hotels, the, yeah, yeah, the, well, they have the April, which yeah. you know, and the, obviously the Bellini, which was born there, yeah. But you know, it's really interesting to hear that some place that's outside,
2: yeah, of Venice, uh, is, Venice, is, it, yeah,
0: is a little more, um, I guess creative or starting to create, yeah. That's Maybe true. I don't know why Venice,
2: Venice uh. It's not so, uh, if I can say, mixologies as Treviso, because Venice, you know, is a multicultural, multi... Um, I guess when everyone
0: goes there, they just want the classic. Yeah, literally I The so, two yeah. drinks, Go a Bellini Florian, or... Have a right. coffee,
2: listen <laughs> to music, or have a Bellini or, have, or a spirits, right. Or an you know.
0: and that's right, that's it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, um, when you came to London, with, where, uh, after going back from Treviso? Yeah,
2: so... How can we decide to come the, back here? Uh, I don't know because I was uh, bored about you know stay I mean I love my job so I was bored to stay in that small town and say okay I want to try to be someone in my life so why don't restart from London again so I decided to come here again so I'm here since the 18th of uh, mm, January of this year
0: you're and, in Turuba
2: yeah no not in Turuba uh-huh. I was working in a small gym bar in uh, Soho before okay. And after I decided to say, well, no, I'm gonna try to bring at Hilton my CV and see if someone is gonna answer back. So Danny answered me back, like, in two days, uh, I wanna have an interview with you and a trial shift. So come here and start working here with him. And he as well decided after, I think, a month to give me the position of head bartender here at Hilton because he believed me, he believed in me. So here we are. I and mean, how
0: do you, here at Yoruba, how you know it's London is such a cocktail place right now um, you know every bar wants to differentiate themselves from another and how do you guys work together to make that happen here?
1: Well, I mean you know there's, there's definitely different areas of London that have this boom of cocktail cultures and I think actually London Bridge probably isn't one of those areas and um, there are a few places nearby but I would say here we're really trying to push ourselves as a destination Within London Bridge to go to for you know cocktails for champagne and wine and um, since Carlos come actually we've started doing a lot of new things in terms of doing a lot of syrups and homemade things um, looking at our new menu which is hopefully going to be launching next month I would say so a lot of new cocktails with a lot of homemade elements that you're probably not going to get in certainly in the area of London Bridge. You're
0: right, I haven't realised that. Yeah. You know, with Shoreditch and yeah. Soho, but here, no. we're, there's so many workers, really. There's yeah, so many it's, offices.
1: Definitely, it's a, it's a very know? corporate environment, right. um, which, you know, a lot of our clientele come from those places. So, um, one of the things as well, since I've come, is increasing our spirit stock in the back. So, some more gins, some new ones, and vodkas, and yeah. just trying to constantly evolve our offering and what we're doing in the bar. Um, because know what they want when they come in now, so you've got to keep changing and keep developing and keep moving forward, or you're gonna get stuck in the mud. And you, Carlo,
0: have been able to yeah. use your skills that you learned in Treviso to start making, I guess. The yeah, it
1: just restart uh, the making and everything.
0: Uh,
2: Danny, have, yeah, Danny gave me um, all, um, gave me. I mean, uh, how can I say um, Gave me the possibility to move behind the bar as I want. So what I want to do, I'm gonna do it without asking to anyone, uh, may I do it, may I buy that, and so uh, with that way uh, we're starting to increase our uh, cocktail list, our uh, as well experience that we're going to give the, to our customer because we want to give an experience that someone else around here cannot give, uh, with a perfect serve and as well to uh, things that other people, maybe other bars around here are not able to recreate because we want to be uh, the best and we're going to be the best. Also, Absolutely,
0: and you know I find that Hilton because I've just been on a trip to three Hilton hotels—one across the bridge okay. to the Sky Lounge, okay, yeah, and yeah. also Barcelona and um, Athens—and they have such famous bars, especially Athens. You know, is known, and I was there for like a midsummer party, and you know it was—you could move for how many people? It's such an iconic hotel there, especially, and it seems that the Hilton is just jumping on board with this kind of party cocktail make their guests feel you know not i guess not so corporate try to, to bring it, to the american really
1: style feel... yeah and that's one of the things so hilton have this group of bars what they class as destination bars and um, so we are one of them and um, you have sky bar where you went to across the bridge is, is another one and um, there's another few in london we have one at park lane um, One. For story in Edinburgh and then again all these kind of key cities throughout Europe. Um, and we're part of that group, one because of our location, obviously being so close to Tower Bridge and um, it's a destination for not just people staying at the hotel but people in the area and um, also because of the style of bar, the service we deliver, the products we have, we're classed as this destination, this kind of select group of bars in Delton within Europe. Yeah. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And um, so the menu that you're creating, you said yeah. you have a new menu coming. Yeah. Um, how long does it take to think up the drinks? You know, talk me through the process uh, of the process creating is, a new menu. The um,
2: process try to see without what, telling me any
0: secrets if you okay. don't want to.
2: <laughs> no, it's basically uh, or telling
0: me secrets if you want to. Of
2: course, some secrets we can tell it. Uh, <laughs> so basically, is uh, create a new cocktail menu is based on uh, the request from the guests. So. We okay, went to funny. see uh, what guests used to drink. So, for example, um, Danny do not know that because I just have the new menu today here. So, I'm going to present him today the new menu. Um, people here drink in London as well a lot of Porn Star Martini. Okay, so, it's based on passion fruit, etc. It's called Porn Star
0: Martini? Yeah, I've drink, never even heard of
2: Yeah, it's a, a, a really famous drink here. So. Um, so it's
0: passion fruit it's obviously passion it's fruit the, the
2: main uh, the main flavor inside uh-huh. the cocktail so I say, okay why don't take the passion fruit inside uh, this Porn Martini and create a new cocktail so I have created a new drink that the uh, final flavor is going to be uh, cookie flavor and I call that drink the Dirty Mother because you know Porn Martini I want to give uh, an absolutely strange name so Dirty Mother uh-huh. based on uh, um, butterscotch snaps passion fruit uh thick cream and uh and barwood so it's gonna give at the end all this ingredient mixer is gonna give an, like a biscuit a cookie taste so
1: is this
0: the first you've heard of this
1: it is you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's, it's exactly what i want because of my my expertise isn't in the creating the cocktails and stuff it, being the bar manager it's a, it's a different role as much as i like to get involved with that side, we'll sit down and we'll have a look at the cocktail that's where because i know how good carlo is at his job Uh i can leave him to it and he can come up with this amazing menu then we can sit down and say okay let's make this well why don't we change this or add this or take this away well
0: tell me through a little as bar manager what you what your role is here because we we kind of know what bartenders you're creating and all that and because we don't interview that many bar managers so it's it's interesting yeah i mean
1: so so here you know the the main thing for me here is looking after the team so we have um, 12, 12 people, four staff, bartenders um, and we have a, a day and an evening split because we have two different styles of service really. During the day it's corporate, we have a lot of meetings and business meetings and, and lunches and then at night around 5-6 o'clock we kind of drop the lights, we have these goal curtains that come around, music comes up and then it's more of this kind of party atmosphere. So it's managing the day to day operations, it's making sure the team have what they need to do their job as best they can and it's also planning ahead. So. We know what we're doing this week, but we need to know what we're doing in three months' time as well. So we're already looking at things for Christmas. Um, we have a promotion at the moment with Sipsmith and Sipsmith Cocktails, which is a spoken chin in London. Um, so we started planning that maybe three months ago as well so planning is a big part of it and then if you plan ahead it makes the data operations a lot easier to, to manage. and
0: how when you work together how um, often are you changing the menu like you're already thinking christmas cocktails or
2: i'll start to to think about christmas cocktails because you know yeah christmas is in december but for me it's just around the corner uh-huh. so i need to start to um, think about the new cocktails and how to mix maybe Christmas flavor that should be, you know, cinnamon, chocolate things like that in a cocktail. I need to transport that flavors inside a cocktail and it's not so easy because you know, uh, it's not like a cookie or a kind of dessert that you can mix you need to transport that in an alcoholic version and you have to have of course, a good taste and you know, it's, it's kind of difficult if we can say but it's kind of weird things to do if so, you
0: think about it, not even maybe ten years ago were bars even thinking about all these different yeah, menus. That's true. So, you know, I, I saw you had Chelsea, Flower Show, Cocktails. Yeah. You know, that now just you really have to produce so many different things. So yeah. often it's kind of like a fashion designer having yeah. you know, Yeah, every we, are season. A we are a fashion designer.
2: We're a tailor tailor, I yes. can say we tailor made we try to as well tailor made the drinks for the customers uh-huh. that we want to do, to give and the customers, And you customer have to know your water. customers
0: so well. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt Don't you. Don't worry. You know, you have to just be so aware of the diff- what the different tastes are that people want. I mean, you know, two years ago I didn't drink an old fashioned and now I love it.
1: It's one thing we do well here though, is we, we have that combination of classics and signatures. So our menu has uh, 12 signature cocktails along with some champagne, um, but at the same time, I can guarantee if you tried a cocktail 10 years ago and you want us to recreate it, we can. We have our menu of signatures, 12 signatures, but we have, you know, with the the stock of drinks that we have, we have the ability to recreate anything and this is what is important for us because we have such a wide variety of guests staying with us, you know, we have people coming from America for business your couples down for the weekend. It's just such a wide variety of people that come into the bar. We need to be able to, like Carlo says, tailor the experience and deliver different things. So I think it's important as well to to build that initial relationship. If someone comes to the bar and speaks to Carlo, it won't take them long to realise that he's incredibly knowledgeable. And if they say, okay, do something for me, they trust it's going to be right for them because they've built that relationship and that trust. Okay, I believe you can make me something good, so let's do it.
0: Yeah, and you know, bartending is about relationships, I mean...
1: Yeah, they're psychologists, bartender.
2: <laughs> first of all, be bartender, you have to be a psychologist. Did you realize that when you were going into it? Yeah, no, that's true because, you know, uh, maybe you can know the life of other people, but people just want to speak about that because they're mm, really stressed about that. So they're coming to have a drink, but first to have a chat. So the drinks come in a second place, in my opinion, if they're staying at the bar, course. So it should be that you are coming to me because you just have a discussion with your husband, okay? So you want you want to speak about that and all that I'm gonna suggest you're gonna take. So I need to understand your um, your status and in, in that way I'm gonna create a drink as well. It's, it seems like a stupid thing, but it's real. No, also it also happens all the time. I Absolutely. remember that um, one of my uh, guests in Italy was a night it was around november or december i don't really remember exactly the time but by the way um it came to my bar it was a, a cold um a cold night and it was really tired because he worked hard it was i don't remember the, the world but it was really tired and said carlo please give me you know a cocktail that yes relax me but take me up as well so that come uh, one of the classic, one of the stones of mixology, in my opinion, that's this port flip, that is based on port wine, brandy, and ayakios, right. mix it port all flip? together. Yeah. So it's something that takes you up as well, relaxes you so, The
0: tiramisu of cocktails. Yeah, I guess. yeah, we
2: can say it, tiramisu <laughs> kind of. Yeah.
0: Pick me up. Tiramisu. Yeah, pick me right up, up. So. Uh-huh. And did it work?
2: Yeah, it worked. He <laughs> asked me for free. That okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It worked really, really well. Yeah. Hopefully, he was
1: walking after <laughs> <laughs> it. was not driving. No, good, good.
0: And I can't wait to try one of your cocktails. Sure. All right, thanks, you. So
1: so. Thank you very much.
0: Porn star cocktails are now my go to for the summer. Thanks so much to Daniel and Carlo for being on the show. Best Sips will be taking a short summer break. We return again on September 6th with a bit of London, a bit of Mexico, and a bit of Peru. Have a great summer and catch up on all the episodes you missed on iTunes while sipping your favorite frozen summer cocktail. Until next time, bottoms up. For more information and links to everything you've heard about, plus a bit more, please visit bestbitsworldwide.com. Thanks for listening to Best Sips Worldwide, a spin-off of Best Bits Worldwide. Always remember the wise words of Oscar Wilde, all things in moderation. Including moderation. And never drink and drive. Okay, I said that last part. Theme music is by Steven Shapiro and used with permission. You'll find me at the bar.